Sustainable sobriety is here. You can create predictable and consistent results in your alcohol-free journey without abstaining from alcohol the entire time. I always say that taking your last sip of alcohol isn't necessarily always the first step for success. You want to eliminate your desire for alcohol, not just simply not drink. Keep the needle moving forward in your journey, in your transformation, no matter if you do drink or you don't drink. The trap of stopping and starting in moderation is really what always keeps you stuck, but you can embrace an opportunity to move forward without the burden of counting days, and it is all available to you in the Sustainable Sobriety course on my website. Follow the link. I will see you there and I will walk you through step by step. This is the most affordable and efficient way to get from where you are to where you want to go, where the desire to drink truly is a thing of the past. I will see you there. Do you ever feel like you're outgrowing alcohol, that you are longing for a deeper connection to life? If alcohol is keeping you playing small and feels like the one area you just can't figure out, you are in the right place. Hi, my name is Mary Wagstaff. I'm a holistic alcohol coach who ended a 20-year relationship to alcohol without labels, counting days, or ever making excuses. Now I help powerful women just like you eliminate their desire to drink on their own terms. In this podcast, we will explore the revolutionary approach of my proven five shifts process that gets alcohol out of your way by breaking all of the rules and the profound experience that it is to rediscover who you are on the other side of alcohol. I am so thrilled to be your guide. Welcome to your journey of awakening. Welcome back to the show, my beautiful listeners. I'm thrilled that you're here. It's Mary Wagstaff. It's so nice to meet you. If we haven't met yet, welcome. And as you may have heard in my introduction, (laughs) I am an expert holistic alcohol coach for women. I help beautiful, amazing, wild and free, wonderful successful, brave, courageous women just like you redefine their relationship to alcohol. These are women who are conscious women. They are women that are learning how to parent in a new way, really redefining um, paradigms in other areas of their life, looking at a bigger picture of self-development and what we have control over. That's conscious women evolving beyond alcohol. You're at a tipping point. You're at a threshold. And it's that rite of passage, so to speak, to walk through. And that's really what today's episode is all about. This is about the biggest mistake that most women make when they're quitting drinking is that they view it as a step back rather than a a step up, rather than a next leveling. So it's not about who... It's not about what you do that you're just not drinking, right? It's really about who you become. It's about your self-concept. And this is all about, this is what shift number four is all about, that it's not about just quitting alcohol. It's about committing to 
showing up for yourself, showing up for the life that you want to live, showing up for your future in this moment now, showing up for all of the hard work you've already done in honor of this one precious life, in honor of the sacredness of who you are. So shift number four is shifting from quitting to committing. And what most people do because they're viewing it, it's always comes back to beliefs because you're viewing it as a step down, even though we know everything just gets better, right? It's like, it's just the thoughts of the unknown that create fear, but it's not the reality is that the tendency is, and this is one of the myths of quitting, is that you just want to forget about it and move on. And what happens in that moment is you take your brain with you. So you take that version of you. I mean, if you started drinking at 13, 14, 20, even 30, right? And you, even if you were never a heavy drinker, I work with a lot of people that didn't start drinking until later in life. I work with a lot of people who started drinking at 14. But even if you were never a heavy drinker, it's like this moment in time, you have never met yourself in this moment in time as a non-drinker, right? So you have all of this conditioned belief about who you are and what it means. And for most people that when they've started drinking earlier in life, it's like you're basing who you are and what you're capable of on the imprints of those of that version of self, just because you simply haven't examined it, right? Now, like I was saying in the introduction to all my beautiful clients, and thank you for being here, is, you know, you have figured a lot of it out. And what I say in the intro is that like alcohol is the one thing that you can't figure out, but it's obviously having an, it it has a ripple effect on so many things. And so it's damaging other things, but the version of you that got to those places. There's an episode I did over the summer that was about like already looking for evidence in your life. Like alcohol didn't get you to where you are, right? Now, it may have been a tool in some regards, more like a crutch, but it's not, it wasn't for your survival, right? Now, some people might think it was, like there was the only way to get through like the pain, if there was pain or trauma. But even that, like it doesn't, like water is for survival, right? Now there's every, there's exceptions to every rule. So if you have an objection to that, you know, I'm here, I'm on your side. I, I understand that, Um, things can seem very lifeless and hopeless for many people at times, but for the majority of people, it, you, and even though, even people who have kind of hit a rock bottom point with alcohol, you have the spirit inside of you that is the human spirit that is alive and listening to this right? Like that got you to this point. Um, I remember feeling very lifeless at many, many points along my journey. And thank God we have such a strong spirit. We have, we, that the spark never dies. And that is the whisper of really aligning, not just with who you are in this moment, waking up to who you are in this moment, but with all of your potential and aligning to who you are in this moment, because 
there's so it you know, and I think that this has been said in in a lot of other arenas around you know addiction and and you know um, drug use is that our development in some ways gets stunted when we start using um, any drugs or substance because there's an imprint, there is an imprint of conditioning, right? And it's like it's much easier to train a dog when they're a puppy than when they're like twenty, right? So. And, and the same thing, we learn things easier when we're younger. So it's like those imprints became very, um, they became very ingrained very easily. And the longer people have been drinking, in my experience, I mean, I work with people that have been drinking 15 years and I work with people that have been drinking 45 years and, um, you know, the longer people are drinking for the majority, there's a deeper, there's a deeper groove. It really comes to this shift though. The willingness to want to believe something new, the allowing it to work. I just had a client tell me this and it was just, it was such a great way to say it. She wanted this so bad that she said, I had to allow it to work. And it was that like not fighting against it, right? She's also meant in mental health and not being righteous about like, I should know this. I know this, this doesn't make any sense. Like just being willing to be open to looking at a new perspective and she's just uncovering so many other things because of it and really take, you know, like you get to use this to investigate trauma. You get to use this from a neutral place to investigate the ways that you weren't served as a child or, you know, maybe an injustice that was done to you or a betrayal, right? Like this process of committing to self the commitment to self, the commitment to having your own back no matter what. And this is where that piece of conviction comes in that I talked about a couple of episodes. And, you know, so it's like you don't want to look at it, so you avoid it. And it's like, let's just forget about it and move on as quick as possible. Like, I just don't want it to be a thing, which is what I love about my clients too, is they're like, I just don't want it to be a thing. But you have to make it not a thing for you. And because if not, you're like I said, you're still going to take your brain with you, that version of that self-concept. And those are the thoughts that are still running the show if they're left unexamined. So if you look the other way and you don't um, really decide with conviction, this is the position that I'm taking and this is the direction I'm going in then you'll take your mind with you because the only way out is through and the only through it is, is just confronting your emotions, right? Confronting the, the newness of the sensations in your body that you've been unwilling to look at and what you've made it mean about you in this relationship. You know, it's like, oh man, how did I let myself get here, right? Like I remember having those thoughts, but that goes away when you feel like a badass, right? Like the badass quality just overrides all of that. And then your resilience, your resiliency grows. Like this is just the beginning. It feels hard, but this is like training for the next thing and the next thing. And then until you're like, there's nothing that can take me down, right? I mean, that's one of the things we really look at at the end of our coaching time together. And I mean, 
really throughout is like, what is your unconditional commitment? Like, what do you think could take you down? And let's work on that. So that's one of the pieces too, is knowing how to look for the hidden spots that you can't see until, you know, you get into that curiosity. But when you have what we call a belief goal and you're in alignment with that future focused version of yourself who already has the goal, um, what did she have to do to get there? What did they have to do to get there? What, how would they solve the pro how, how would they look at something if, um, if alcohol was unimportant, what would they decide? Right? Well, you wouldn't make as big of a deal about going to a party and be worried about other people if alcohol was already unimportant to you. And the fact that you can even think that that thought's possible means that you can tap into that mindset. So if all of those thoughts are still left running the show, all of the crappy feelings about, you know, your parenting, like the ways you behave, the people that you slept with, the drugs that you did, like whatever it is, right? Um, They are going to guide the way if you don't decide to show up from yourself from the from the version of you who's got this, right? From the version of you who is done to continue to show up when those thoughts come up because they will inevitably come up. We are amazing at self-sabotage. We are amazing humans at questioning ourselves, at putting ourselves down. And that is where the piece of commitment comes in. Commitment to self, not just quitting alcohol. And that's why this isn't about just drinking less. There are programs out there for the for people that are like, oh, I just want to drink less. And inevitably, when you go through a process of self-inquiry, like it's just like doing a yoga teacher training. Like the yoga teacher training is about learning how to teach other people to do yoga, but inevitably you're going to have your own transformation if it's a good program, right? Um, But we just start there. Like I'm not, you know, I could just tell you this is just about drinking less, But the truth is, is it's not. (laughs) I mean, it is that, but that's not who I attract. That's not the, you know, the genius of this program. That's not really utilizing um, the tools and the gifts of this program to meet and to uncover your gifts because you're here because you want to go beyond alcohol. And so this is, you know, this is the high level of the work of self. This is the higher level of quitting drinking. This is about conscious evolution. This is about awakening to a new paradigm shift. This is about really exposing um, your own beliefs about a lot of things. And it might sound like a lot and a little overwhelming, but the truth is, is it's all, it's like you start to look at one thing in one way and then it, you can't help but look at everything. And it's, re- it's frankly, it's refreshing. You gain so much more power in places where you thought you had no control but the first part of that is, is making a decision, not making a decision to quit, which means that if I drink again, then I'm going to start from square one. And that's why we don't count days because when you're committed to a process, when you're committed to learning a process, you aren't, there's no starting over. There's only going forward. There's evaluation. Like I have to evaluate my progress every single week in my coaching program, but 
And in like, you know, it's like a, a hell yeah goal, a hell yes goal. I don't want to drink. I'm not going to drink this month. So what are the other skill sets that I need to develop first? Where am I lacking? What do I really need to put my attention on so that I know that that's inevitable, right? Because if if you don't have the 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 skill sets behind what it's going to take to get you there and you just go ahead with where you've been from the past, of course you're going to fail. Of course you're just going to quit and fail and then start over, right? But when you're committed, quote unquote, failing or having a drink doesn't mean the same thing, right? Because you're like, oh, I can just see that I am still avoiding, resi- I'm still avoiding um, meeting the sensations in my body, right? I'm still avoiding creating boundaries with my husband. I'm still avoiding having a conversation, um, you know, with my best friend who keeps like egging me on to go out. And, you know, we, we deal with all of those things from the perspective of intention versus expectation and just really examining the truth of, um, you know, of what's actually happening. So you have to, focus on the act of service to the self and you have to focus on a new self-concept. And you might not know right away what that is, but you can know a little bit about what you don't want. So we can just pick the opposite of that, right? Like this is this is the most important work you will ever do in your life. And it is not something to just check off of a box so that you can move on. Now, it's not going to take you 30 years. It takes about 90 days for most people with me. Um, and then continued support just to check in. Everyone's a little bit different, but that's about the average to really break through the resistance and the rut that you've been in. And that's nothing. That is a drop in the bucket compared to the rest of your life. And it's a drop in the bucket compared to the time that you've already given alcohol, right? So there is a process, there's accountability, there's checking in and evaluating, there's not a step back, and there's no starting over, right? There's coaching around showing up and taking a position. And That's why people that have quit on themselves time and time again are so successful in this program because there's no starting and stopping. It's like, I'm seeing you every week and I'm like, you don't just become a number or um, like you don't just like fall away in a membership, right? It's like, I'm seeing you every week. If you don't show up, I'm going (laughs) to call you, right? I'm going to find out where you are. I work very intimately with my clients and they work very intimately with me. And there's um, what we are able to do really quickly is establish um, a container of trust and honesty. And that's been like such a refreshing thing on both of our ends. And there's people don't not show up. And that is so awesome, right? Like there's people could just drop off and they don't because there's, they, they know that no matter what happens in between our calls, that there's, this is a judgment-free zone to really explore and examine 
There's also an entire module in the program, module four, which is quitting versus um, committing, where we talk about recommitting and coming back to your life intention again and again and again. And we do cyclical charting so you know how to identify ahead of time the times when you are have a tendency, right? Like we all do to have down days and to have hormonal fluctuations. And that is something that you become really keen on understanding is how your hormonal fluctuations or even just um, knowing that, you know, your energetic soup and from whatever reason has this impact and you just got to start to identify it so that you can take care of your needs better. And when you know that ahead of time, it is, it is no longer a problem. It's some, it's information that you have that you get to work with. Right. And, um, then, you know, for me, it's like, I have to change my expectation when I know that my, I'm in a specific hormone phase and my, kid is home and it's the snow day and I'm trying to get work done. It's like, I can't have the expectation of him to act the way that I want to want him to. Um, and so I just have to set myself up for success that it might, there might be some interruptions. It might be a little bit more frustrating. And like some days are just easier to do that than others. But because of the commitment to self, you shift that way that you have your own back. And that is the biggest, biggest change of all coming back to that life intention, which is your values assessment, right? And when you commit to making a decision, which is really the next step in the process and that's what I, you know, that's what I say is that the, the fun doesn't stop here. Like this is, this is just the intro. The real magic happens when you take the step to decide to start applying these tools in your life to really make a commitment to self for who, who am I? Who do I, what kind of relationship do I want to have with myself? How do I want to, who are the people that you really admire in the world, right? The ones that are people pleasing and never standing up for themselves and, um, always making other people more important than them or the ones who really take care of themselves. And then in return, really, can take care of the people that they love the most, right? And now this is a skill to build. It's not something that we're naturally born with. We're all just kind of in survival mode, but we don't have to be in survival mode. We can be in thriving mode. But as a grown woman, that takes a making a decision about who I want to be in the world. And that's why committing over quitting is so crucial. And it is your decision, your next step is to decide what is possible for you. And you need to decide, is this something that I'm willing to invest my time and my resources in? Is this a commitment that I'm willing to make? Because you will eventually 
you're either going to continue just to try quitting and stopping and starting or having to make a commitment to learning a new way. I mean, this is this is the process if you want to eliminate your desire and attachment to alcohol, if you want alcohol to take a back seat in your life and for you to get back into the driver's seat. And it's kind of cliche, but that is the case. And that's why there's been this... Um, there's so much shame, you know, the, of the shame and judgment. And it looks like it takes a step back because people don't realize that when you have a new relationship to yourself, not only alcohol, but all of these other kind of like stereotypical, you know, uh, stories and, and normative beliefs that we have, they all just open up. It's like, okay, well, you can complain about that or you can choose to focus on something that you have control over, right? Like, I don't want to spend my entire life complaining about the weather and politics. I mean, that's, it's just not useful. So you want to be free and light and open, right? And, and, and handle and meet be an ally with grace and show up and be unafraid and unapologetic and handle problems that arise in conflict from a place of trust and empowerment. And that's what this journey is really about. So I can't wait to meet you. Sign up for your free one-on-one call. The link is in the show notes. We'll go over everything, everything that you need to know and As always, the decision is yours. It is a process that we decide on together from a neutral perspective. And I can't wait to see you there. Talk to you soon. Okay, ladies, so the fun does not have to end here. This is actually where it begins. It is time for you to take the next best step to start applying these tools and these principles into your life. And I have made it extremely seamless and super easy for you to get the support that you need in a one-on-one personalized setting so that I can really see specifically where you're at and that together we can create a personalized three-step strategy process that's in alignment with your intentions, your values, your lifestyle, and it gives you that one-on-one FaceTime and space that you need to transform, to be seen, to be heard, and to be validated. So all you have to do is follow the link in the show notes or go to my website, marywagstaffcoach.com to pick your best time and date for your free one-on-one alignment session with me. I cannot wait to meet you and I'll see you soon.